excited. How are you feeling like today? Um, I don't know. I woke up with like a headache, so that wasn't good. But it's probably because I slept a little late. Oh, I'm sorry. How are you feeling? Uh, just a bit tired, but overall I'm excited for this episode as well. What about you? I slept kind of late as well, but I slept in this morning, so I feel like that's kind good. of balanced out. What were you doing? On TikTok. Oh what were gosh. you doing? I was also on TikTok, but I was like simultaneously watching my show while on TikTok. Yeah, I it was see. like, it's actually so bad. Like, I think I can't focus on anything. I've seen so many videos about the like, our attention span. I'm the same. Yeah. I can't watch a show anymore. Like, I need something to do alongside it. It's gotten to the point for me where I'll put on a show, I have TikTok on my phone, and I'll play Bubble Shooter <laughs> all at once. It's like, what is this? Um, that's like going great, very far into it. How far are you? Like season six? I don't know. Yeah, I am season six. Is it? Like, I feel like you've gotten so much progress then. It's been like, like a month? Yes. I don't, I don't know, for the last season I missed a lot, so I'm kind of confused because it's like a lot of concepts that are hard to understand. It's not good when I can't pay attention. I'm like watching TikTok while watching the show, and then I'm moving through. Same. I I was happy though because I was able to get some work done yesterday. Like mm. I did biology. I did That's some good. research for the presentation. Like I've done some stuff there. That's good. I worked a bit on the like actual making the video for the presentation and oh, putting wow. the research I have in so far. That's good. I hope it like turned out well. Me too. Kate was telling me she had like twenty sources, so I'm sure her That's research good. is gonna be great. Good. Okay, let's see how the audio is. Wait, it's only been one minute. It's felt like so longer. So much longer. Welcome back to Beyond the Basement. In today's episode, we're going to be focusing on dream analysis. Yeah, something that we did in English class actually a while back was analyze each other's dreams for like a small assignment. And I think this is going to be a really fun way to kind of extend that. Yes, in English class, we were specifically looking at Freud and theory because... (laughs) He has this whole book on interpreting dreams, and he has very interesting ideas. But today we're going to be kind of combining different um, like elements of dream analysis and just common symbols we found online. I'm really excited to kind of analyze each other and see what what we get from this analysis. Yes, before we um before we started this episode, we had a kind of brief discussion about our dreams. I think we both have some recurring themes, so we'll be getting into those. Yeah, I. I'm very interested to hear, like, the, the analysis part of your dreams, like, hearing the symbols and what they signify. I'm very interested for yours, too, because I think you have some, like, some, <laughs> like, repeating things that keep coming up, so we can get into those. I can see the concern in your eyes <laughs> when you say that. Okay, so I'll be starting off with one of my recurring dreams, and this was around like one year ago, so it's still really fresh in my mind, but it comes up occasionally. The last time I had this dream was like a month ago. So basically in this dream, I start off in this school bus, and I'm with my middle school friends, so it's just all my middle school friends and me huddled together, and we're playing a game, and then we're heading to the mall with our school bus, and for some reason our school bus is like flying, like not in the air, but it's above the ground. It's just in the middle area between the sky and the ground. And then we're going along this bus and then somebody yells out, oh no, there's a werewolf. And then I go, oh no, where is that? And then we all see this huge werewolf and then more werewolves are following. And then I see my dad as a werewolf. And then I get so embarrassed and I'm like, oh no, why is my dad a werewolf? So I start hiding like him from everyone. I'm like, everybody turn around, don't see. Because I was trying to like keep them from seeing my dad. And then I, I think I was successful because nobody mentioned my dad being a werewolf. And then for some reason, the like werewolves go away and we end off in this mall. So we go to our destination and then I'm going with my friends, but like everybody split off into different directions and I was alone, right? And then I'm going around the mall, and it's this whole, like, big mall. And then I go to this jewelry store, and then I want to get this necklace, but I never get it. And then I, like, go to a pretzel shop next, and then I want to get a pretzel, but I don't have money for some reason. So, like, I'm just like, no, I won't get a pretzel. And then my friends get a pretzel, and they're there, too. 
and then I go around the mall once again in the cycle, looking at the necklace and then looking at the pretzel I want to get. And then that's kind of where it ends off, just me going around in the cycle. That is so interesting. I feel like there's so many aspects. Like, I think the funniest part is just you being embarrassed that your dad is a werewolf and not that, like, there's, like, a threat. Just like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Don't look, guys. <laughs> yes. I was, like, I don't know. I was stressed in my dream. I remember that stress very vividly. Okay. I was taking notes as you were saying this. I could, I could keep my thoughts together. And I remember, I think this was a dream that I analyzed for English class. But I didn't really, I don't think we really went super in-depth. Yes. Okay, Parmita. So I think to start this discussion of the analysis of your dream, I think it's interesting that in the, or I guess we'll start from the beginning, right? You're in a school bus going to the mall, but then, you know, you think, oh, you're going to have a good time, but then the werewolves come, and then one of them is your dad. You know, so does it show that maybe you feel as though, like, you are... <laughs> you can say it. No, I don't want to say it. No, just say, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> that, like, maybe you don't feel as though your parents are letting you fully experience, like, going out or something. Like, having that a going out, like, friendship of, like, you know. I think... That was pretty true because I was with my middle school friends and during middle school I was always like begging my parents to take like let me go to a sleepover or go to a play date and then my parents always said no and especially for like sleepovers because I really wanted to have a sleepover with my friends since I was leaving but they didn't let me so maybe maybe that's why oh so we're connecting this back to like a long time ago yeah there's like trauma there <laughs> Okay, I think also, I think we can maybe like Google these symbols afterward as well. But just like from the top of my head, I think it's interesting that when you go to the mall, you're alone and all your friends split off. And then you're in a cycle where, you know, you keep going through the cycle alone, but your friends are all having pretzels together. So maybe this shows that you felt ostracized by your middle school friends. And no matter what you did, there was just a repeating cycle of you never being able to fit in with them truly. And I remember you were telling me about this toxic group of friends, but I don't know if they were the middle school friends. They are the middle school friends. Oh. Yes. So I think that could be true because, I mean, this still happens in high school, but like, I don't know, whenever you're in a friend group and then you're the one being left out, mm -hmm. I think it's just that kind of feeling. So maybe you're you're afraid that, like, since this is a cycle, so it's going to continue for the rest of your life. That, that can make sense, <laughs> yes. I mean, especially with college coming up because it's really hard to make friends. Mm. I don't know, maybe that connects. I wonder, like, if we Google, because I remember we pulled up a few dream analysis, like, websites. Should we do some Freudian analysis as well, because we're here, or no? Um, we can <laughs> try. It's quite controversial. And let me just say, Freudian analysis is, like, very um, wrong. It's, it's just so unnerving. Like, how do you come up with this? Oh, <laughs> Like, like, for Freud, like, how did he come up with this type of analysis for, I know. for dreams? It's just very crazy to think about, even to this day, wait, anyone I, coming up with that. Did our teacher even post No, this? she did not post it. Oh, wait, she didn't. She likes gatekeeping. <sighs> Freudian dream analysis symbols. Okay, so. Oh, here. Psychology today. I trust you. Jewels and treasure may represent a beloved person. Um, does your jewelry have to do with that at all? Well, I don't really think, I don't really think so. I don't know. I mean, I did, like, all my memories of getting jewelry is with my mom. And it's usually at the mall. So, like, maybe? Vehicles. The other person is driving. You weren't driving the bus, right? I don't know who was driving the bus. Maybe you feel like someone has too much control and... Like, it's, like, because remember we were talking about your dad earlier, right? The werewolf's holding you back. It's also, like, I don't know. I feel like it has something to do with that. I think that goes hand in hand, yes. And also, for money, apparently it represents value in life and self-worth. And you never had money to go to the jewelry <laughs> or get a pretzel. And your friends excluded you. So maybe it's, like, self-worth in comparison to other people. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Because, like, in a group setting, if you're being left out, that lowers your self-esteem. And with food, right, that represents knowledge, nourishing your body. But you didn't have food. So, like, I don't know, like, your, your knowledge is 
socialness. Socialness. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I'm sorry. I keep I keep saying this stuff, but I'm sure it's not actually true. Um, it's okay. I think with dream analysis, you have to like just be strange with it. Okay. The most outgoing things. Okay. Um, there's something else on this list. I think for what we could pull from your dream. I wonder what a mall means because malls keep coming up my, in my dreams. Like I swear, all my nightmares are in malls. What do malls symbolize in dreams? Okay, so apparently, dreaming of a mall can oh is primarily related to decision making skills, and it reflects the feelings of having too many choices. I feel like I'm an indecisive person, and so are you, right? So yeah. maybe that's what it means. That I'm just indecisive. And also, like, you kept going to the same ones. So maybe you're so indecisive that instead of exploring, you'll just stick with your routine. And that's an issue because it just leads you to be alone while your friends are eating pretzels. Um, that seems like a very fair analysis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel like everything comes off as like, oh, ho, ho, there's something wrong with you. But it's like, all in, all, t- take it lightly, please. I feel like none of this is like, accurate at all. Don't worry, I think it's just that the premise of dream theory, all of these like all of these indicate some kind of issue. So that's why, because everything you see online, like oh, this is an issue. If you're following, this is an issue. like it's all issues. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay then. Well, what do you think the final meaning of this dream was from your own perspective? I feel like since my dad wasn't it, that has like you know a large impact because of what I said before, like. He didn't let me go out with my friends as much, and he was a very protective father. So I feel like that does play a role. And then also getting excluded, which sometimes still happens. So I feel like that's why. That makes sense for my dream. Okay, I, I agree, honestly. Okay, this is, this is kind of fun. Can I say that? Yes, it was. I like, you know, knowing more about myself. Mm. Next dream? Mm-hmm. So now Santa will be sharing one of her dreams. Okay, so I had this dream when I was six, but it was so, so impactful and so full of like PTSD that I remember it so clearly to this day. So I was um, basically in the dream, me and my dad were playing some sort of game in the front yard of my house. And then one of our neighbors calls to us and is like, beware of the vampire dog. And so I turn around and there's basically like this flying dog with fangs and like a purple cape. I remember that so clearly. The dog, vampire dog, starts chasing me and my dad around the front yard of the house. And then my dad, he he runs inside of our house and I try to run after him, but he slams the door in my face and locks it. So I'm like holding onto the door, trying to jiggle it open, but it's not working. And the vampire dog, it finally catches up to me. It grabs my leg and it chomps it off. And then I awoke in pure terror, obviously. And that dream has stuck with me to this day. I don't know why my subconscious gave me that horrific, horrific dream. Um, I think, uh, like, if you were a six-year-old dreaming this, I would imagine you were reading this kind of book series before, and then you got that kind of idea from it. Because a vampire dog is just so random. I agree. I, I'm genuinely so confused as to why this dream, like, exists. Well, I will give you that meaning right now. Thank because you. Because while you were saying it, I was taking notes as well. So, okay, starting off with some symbols. I thought that it was interesting that this was happening in your front yard and then, like, from your house, right? So, if you were six years old and you were having this dream, you were having a good time with your dad, you were playing in the front yard, and then suddenly this random stranger, or, yeah, a random stranger, I think? It was my neighbor. Oh, your neighbor. Your neighbor says that there's a vampire dog to be aware of. So I think rather than enjoying the moments, you're always, I don't know, stuck in worrying about something. Is that accurate to you? That's very true. I I agree with that. Okay, moving on to the next symbol. Um, Your dad was here, right? And then when the vampire dog came, (laughs) he left off about you. Yeah. So I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, does that mean you felt... You were abandoned, or did you have some kind of abandonment issues when you were young? <laughs> Just like as a like six year old. Um, as a six year old, I 
I don't remember. I mean, maybe, maybe like because I had a little sister and maybe, maybe I felt at the time because when I was six, my sister was two. So maybe at the time I was feeling like my parents didn't care about me as much. And maybe that manifested in the dream only because I was still, well, she was too, but I, I, maybe I just felt a bit not, I wasn't the sole center of attention. So maybe, maybe something with that. That makes sense because when you're young, if you have another sibling that's getting more attention, you'll likely feel jealous. But I guess that could tie into it. And then the fact <laughs> that your dad like slammed the door in your face. And before he locked you- it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also you had like, after he locked the door in your face, a vampire dog came to, like, chomp up your leg, right? Yeah. And so you were left with only one leg. <laughs> yeah. And that was, like, a very prominent injury. Yeah. So what I did, I searched up um, injury <laughs> meanings in dreams. Oh, yeah? Because this seems to be very important in your dream. And then it says that it means um, the actions of another person may hurt your feelings. Oh. Do you, do you agree with this? I can see that. Does the dog in this dream represent, like... The actions, and, like, the person is, like, my dad, or, like, what? The way I saw it is that the dog was not the main antagonist. Like, your dad was the antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so bad. Like, your dad was the antagonist that, like, betrayed you or something. And then the dog was just, like, an unimportant factor. <laughs> this is so funny. I agree. I feel like this is not accurate at all. six-year-old you have all these kinds of emotions that's fair maybe i was just being dramatic and that manifested in the dream or maybe this is all true and i have deep abandonment issues <laughs> i guess we'll see with these other dreams if that abandonment comes up again yes but i do know that injuries do come up again from what you said before oh yeah 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 so i guess we'll be getting into that too oh yeah true okay so as my my therapist my dream analysis person what do you think the final key core message of this dream is um i really feel like you getting betrayed and then having your leg bitten off that means that you i don't know you were insecure about you know um not being able to catch up to this certain position okay maybe it could be in a friend group or something like I had this thing with my dream, but being excluded and then everybody else getting ahead, like mm. you not being able to reach that point. That's so interesting, especially because like in the dream, right, we're running and because he, he's able to just run faster than me because he's older and locks the door on me because he got there first and left me to fend for myself. So who knows? Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe. I think this is really funny. And, like, I don't, my dad would never do that in real life, but I of guess, course. I guess maybe that does represent, like, other people and other, other possible people who would betray me like that. Yes, maybe as a six-year-old, you felt like the whole world was out to get you. Oh, I'm pretty sure I had one best friend at the time, and I didn't really like anyone else, so oh. maybe that is kind of true. That kind of makes sense then. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe then my dad represents the best friend, and I was worried that once they they would leave me and I would just have no one and I would have to succumb to the evilness of like getting my leg chomped off did um did your friend that best friend did she end up betraying you for something no she was so sweet oh she was so so sweet oh my gosh I love her she was the sweetest I was wondering because I thought maybe you were like I don't know predicting this in your dream no she was so so sweet she would never betray me and I would never betray her that's very good for you <laughs> it sounds passive aggressive. <laughs> it was not meant to be passive aggressive. <laughs> okay, okay then. We're moving on to the next dream? Yes. Okay, Parmita, I'm excited to hear this dream. This one like haunted me because it came up once and then I woke up petrified and I went to my mom because I was so scared. But then I was also scared of my mom because she was a part of this dream. <laughs> and let me just explain. So basically, I was going to the mall with my mom, right? And we were shopping. But then this mall, for some reason, it was like very empty, very ominous, very dark and eerie. And then we were on the second level of the mall. And 
there was this huge, huge store. And rather than clothes or technology or anything normal, it was just these creepy dolls. Lines and rows of like creepy dolls oh. all around. And they were like not life size, but normal creepy doll size. For example, like, I don't know, from your stomach to your head, that size. And then my mom was like, oh, Hermita, we should check these out. These look so interesting. Maybe we should get one. And then I was, I wanted to go away because I obviously hated the creepy doll. So I told my mom, no, please, they're going to come and get us. They're evil. And so my mom didn't listen to me and she dragged me to the to to the toy store. And when we got there, there was this man and he was the toy keeper of the dolls. And he said, welcome. And then it was really scary. And then I hid behind my mom. And he was like, you should purchase this doll. And he showed it to my mom. And then my mom said, okay, sure, let's get it. And then I told her, no, don't get it. It's going to come after us. And then my mom didn't listen. And so she got it. But then when we walked out of the toy store, I looked around and then my mom wasn't there. And then I looked around again and then my mom was there. But do you know what she had? She was replaced by this doll. Okay, I could tell she was replaced by the doll. But she, the doll didn't know that I knew she was replacing my mom. I don't know if you understand, but like, I was trying to keep it cool. Like, oh, you're my regular mom. But no, I knew it was not my regular mom. I just knew, I had a feeling that it was one of the dolls taking over my mom. But that person didn't know. So I was like, oh mom, let's go on back home. I wanna go home. And I was like keeping this act up, right? And so my mom was, my fake mom, let me say, she was like, okay, sweetie, let's go. And she was like really menacingly saying it. And she was under, like, she was also acting, but she didn't know that I knew she was acting. So it was just all like a big ruse. And then we were walking around the mall and I started running away at one point. Like I just ran away. And then at that point they knew, that fake mom knew that I knew she was a fake mom. So I just kept running until I went outside and my old crush at the time, he like came, he came in and then he like embraced me to his arms Then he took me away to the sky <laughs> and we flew off and my mom was nowhere to be found. We just took off. <laughs> it was a very scary dream at the time. But after like having my crush like embrace me to his arms, I was like, you know, happier. I wasn't as scared. I think you gave me a brief summary, but I, I finally heard the full version. This is, this is incredible. I feel like there was even more elements to analyze, but I forgot most of them. Oh my gosh. Yes. And the funny thing is, I had this dream like three times. Oh. Yes, the same exact dream, the same routine. I knew the mom was the fake, but then oh, it was just a how, routine. How old were you when you had the dream? The first time I had the dream, I was in grade eight. Then I had it in grade nine, a few times. Yeah, you should you should have been there in the dream. I really should have. Okay, I think it's interesting how when you go to the mall with your mom, you're trying to warn her and you're like, no, don't go in, but she ignores you. And that ends up like, you know, that everything starts going wrong because of that. So I wonder if maybe you feel unheard by your parents or like by your mom specifically. And you, even though usually you are right, you just feel as though like you, are not heard and you aren't listened to. Um, I feel like as a teenager, I usually feel like I'm right all the time. So maybe that's why. It's just like these teenager <laughs> feelings coming up. I also think it's interesting how when the, the what is it, the toy the toy keeper, he offers you, you guys, the doll, and he, get, he picks the doll or whatever. I think that was really interesting. I wrote that in my notes because like, I don't know, maybe you feel as though these um because he gave you the doll maybe you have this fear of external forces or outside people who are in maybe like inputting these who are just causing trouble in your life but you aren't able to stop them if that makes sense like your mom is just on getting it so these external forces keep coming in but you can't you can't stop them if that makes sense does that make sense i feel like that's very true because i was always scared of like meeting new people or these outside forces that I couldn't stop. So yes, that makes sense. I think the, I, can I say funny only because the stream is so like, yes. The funniest part was 
for me, like, the part where you are pretending that you don't know that the doll is, pretend, like, possessing your mom. Um, as I, I was, like, stressed in the dream, okay? Oh. Keep that in mind. I was, like, so scared out of my mind. Good job keeping it cool, though, um, and, like, maintaining that presence. Thank you. I think in the dream I was acting a little strangely. Like, you know that moment in a TV show where they're, tr- they're like, acting like they don't know something? Yeah. Yeah, that was me. I wonder if then maybe you feel as, like, you, kind of what I went to earlier, right, where you don't feel heard by your mom. Maybe in this case, you feel as though your mom doesn't really, doesn't really know you. Like, she, I don't know where I'm going with this. Don't worry. It's dream analysis. Anything can be true. <laughs> um, I think my favorite part is that, like, all this horrible stuff happens, but then your crush shows up, and, like, he saves you, and it's all cool. So maybe you, you want a fairy tale ending, and you, that is what, like, you are willing to go through all that trouble, because you said you were happier at the end, right? You're willing to go through trouble and pain if that means that you get this almost like fictional like ending right where everything turns out magically and you live happily ever after i think yes that's very like on track for me because what when i was in grade nine i was a like a huge bookworm at that time so maybe i got inspiration from those and i thought oh in my dreams this is what's going to happen as well did your dream manifest anything like for your crush and you no no (laughs) okay well I guess for my final message of your dream, I think it's about the the absence of choice in your life. Like lack of control. Yeah, lack of control. But that also you believe that bad situations will still get you a happy ending somehow. Like you believe that someone will always be there to come and rescue you. That's such a nice message. I hope that's true in real life. I, I guess that makes me kind of a qualified sounding dream analysis. Yes, um, you should go into this for your major. This is a very interesting <laughs> theory. I would love to. If, 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 if they turn out to make a lot of money, I will consider <laughs> it. Okay, moving on to the next one. Okay, so I had this dream really recently. Like, I had it... I was looking at my text messages of when I sent you the note about this dream, which was, like, the morning when I woke up. And it was October 18th. So, like, a month ago, really. So, basically, um, you and I were going to a wedding. And this was really confusing for me because I wasn't sure how I was related to whoever was getting married. I just knew that I was going to a wedding and you were coming with me for some reason. So we were at my house and we were like getting our stuff to get ready and my parents like my entire family was not at my house i don't know why but anyways we i remember you had a pink dress and i had a lime green dress and i remember i think the bride or the groom had asked me to bring something so i had like bags with me and the wedding was in downtown so my mom i think i called my mom in the dream and i said okay um how do we get there and she's like just take our car so anyways while you are like i don't know what you're doing you're like preparing to get ready i don't know i opened the garage door like the door to the garage so i can look at the car and get the keys and whatever and then it has a man in it that i don't know oh okay. he's driving he gets out of my garage and he drives like four houses down okay and he goes into the he parks into the driveway of the house so i run after the the car and then I see he gets out of the car and he shakes hands with our former history teacher. And I'm like, oh, Mr. Like, you know, the teacher's name, like, oh, wh- what are you doing? And he goes, I need this car. And wait, let me check the text message again. Oh, yeah. He said, I need this car because he wanted to go on a road trip with his kids. And this was in the middle of the semester. Keep that in mind. He wants to just skip the semester and go on a road trip with his kids. And I was like, this is my car, you can't do that. And he was like, too late. And then he and his kids piled in their suitcases into my family's car and drove away. And then I kind of came back to the house and you were like, Santa, where's the car? And I was like, the teacher stole it. And then (laughs) I think that's when I woke up. But I remember like really, really vividly just being full of so much anger and shock that my history teacher took my family's car and was planning to skip the semester to go with his kids on a road trip. And I think we missed the wedding 
and I still don't know why. Oh yes, oh yes, and also, also, um, I just remembered this. But before I went, I chased after the car. And we were just getting ready. You said to me, "Oh, Santa, um, I was talking to our mutual friend, and she, she was kind of upset." And the reason why she was upset was because she wanted you to to go to like a wedding to to go downtown together, but her your mom said no. But your mom said yes to us going to that wedding, like downtown alone. And she was upset about that. But we got to go alone together downtown, and you and her could not. Wait, I have like two questions. Yeah. First, the man that got in your car and he drove away. You said he landed on a driveway, which. Like, was it your driveway? It was, like, four houses down from my house. But my history teacher doesn't actually live there, so I don't know why that was his house in the dream. But, yeah. Okay, and then my second question. Is the wedding that I wanted to go to with my mutual friend that she asked me, is that the same one? Oh, sorry, let me... Um, that was a mistake. It wasn't a wedding. She just wanted you guys to be able to go downtown alone. But your mom said no. But she let us go downtown alone, your mom. So that's why the friend was upset. Hmm. Okay, I was just finishing up my notes. I think this is one of the most interesting dreams I've heard of. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. I feel like the personal touch of our history teacher being involved is so, like, it makes it funnier. I'm going to save that for last because that is quite funny. So I'll start off with the wedding and our dresses. So I think a wedding is something that you look forward to, you got ready for, right? Like we were getting ready in your house, me and my pink dress, and you and your lime green dress for some reason. It was hot pink. Hot pink, okay. Those are like very bright colors. Yeah. I guess like we were very happy to be going this, to this wedding, even though we didn't know, like you said you didn't know who the wedding was for. Yeah, it was my relative's wedding, but I didn't know who. And you were coming, but I didn't know why you were coming, because you weren't related to them at all. I guess... I, when I heard about this, I thought it meant that you know something happy is coming in your life, but you don't know how you're going to get there. And then you're kind of like lost along the way in the journey. Oh, that makes sense. So I never I never get there. It's just... Well, no, you never get there. <laughs> in the end, you never get there. But there's some other things to go through before you get to the end. So I think how you call your mom the dream, then she just tells you to get a car instead of like... I don't know, taking you there yourself. Maybe it shows how you're kind of afraid to have independence of your own. Okay. Is that accurate? Um, I think so. I think in some ways I am kind of afraid of, like, just doing everything on my own and not really having anyone to rely on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say that's kind of accurate. Okay. And then I'm going to get to the part about the man. So I don't think the man himself is that important, but I think... When he gets to your teacher's house, your previous history teacher, I think it's interesting that how a teacher is supposed to represent somebody who gives you guidance, gives you um, knowledge, right? Helps you learn along the way and helps you get to the end of your journey. But then he's the one who's preventing you from getting to the end of your journey. That's so good. And then he and his kids in the middle of the semester are going on a road trip. So he's not filling his expectations of, that you had for him. So maybe that means you've been let down by some authority figure or something. It doesn't have to be a teacher, but like somebody who's let you down that you expected a lot from or you looked up to. That's such a good analysis. Um, Is it accurate? Um, Probably. I feel like that probably has happened to me before. And I remember this particular teacher, I think he left in the middle of the semester last year. He was our, our history teacher, right? I think he left. And... Our history class suffered from, um, I think, our like our knowledge of history and just in general, I like our history grades kind of stagnated because we didn't have a teacher for three weeks after he left. Like going back, it represents deeper, deeper meanings. And also, this just came back to me. You said you loved history, right? Like it was your favorite subject. Yeah. So you had really high expectations for the course <gasps> because you loved history. But then your teacher leaves in the middle of the semester. And then you can't learn anything. You're left with this gap in your knowledge of oh history gosh. that you really wanted to have. So, like, you know. You're killing it. <laughs> this is, like, some incredible dream analysis. Thank you. Okay, last part. The mutual friends that, for some reason, like, I couldn't go to downtown with. Because your mom said no. Yes. I'm not sure about this, but maybe this represents, like, some built-up guilt for you. 
that okay. m- maybe in another like situation or relationship you like took away some friends or I don't know like you excluded someone without knowing it yeah I can see that like I, I think I probably have excluded people without knowing it and I like that's obviously something horrible um I'm pretty sure this mutual friend that we're talking about um maybe it was maybe it was maybe guilt on my part of unintentionally doing that in real life as well well to be fair i think this like exclusion this happens all the time without you knowing it so i think it's something that's common especially with teenagers in school so yeah we all have guilt from that what a great dream analysis i think this is the best one so far i really like this dream (laughs) okay what do you think the final message of my dream is i think since you had these really high expectations from your teacher and he let you down i think that has led to some trust issues with other (laughs) maybe not teachers but like authority figures in your Mm. life just like how my my dad left me behind to the vampire dog this yes, has been this a is like a theme. Literally a theme that keeps coming up in your <laughs> dreams. I wonder if the next one will have this as well. I think it does. <laughs> oh, well, you're learning a lot about yourself today, guys. I am. Thank you for labeling it all out so clearly for me. You're welcome. I hope these are accurate. Me too. Well, okay, I guess we'll see with the next dream. This next dream takes place in school, so... I go to my school, and for some reason, it's this, like, big school, and oh my gosh, it's in the, like, it's in the construction of how a mall would be. It has this, like, um, like, elevator, and it has this, um, escalator as well. Like, both an elevator and an escalator in the middle, and there's, like, three levels or four levels. It's, like, in the format of a mall, and then I come to school late, and so I'm running across the halls. But there's so many rooms that I can't find my way around the halls. And I know which way I'm supposed to be going, but I go the wrong way. And so I keep going the wrong way. And then this student that is new to the school, I find him and then I ask him like where to go because he's on like he has gone to class on time. He's just wandering around the halls for some reason. So I ask him where the class is. Then he points me the wrong direction. So I was like angry about that. Because I couldn't find the class after that. And then I end up going to class by finding it myself after experimenting for a little bit. And I go to the class and the teacher is like very mad at me for being late because obviously I was like hours late. And I think it was a sewing class. I don't know. It was such a weird random class. But I'm just sitting there. And then at the end of the day, I go off, right? And it's the end of the school day. And so I get out of the school and then my friend from middle school she's waiting for me and we both go to the subway together so the subway is right outside our school and then we go into this like underground part right for the subway and then we go in and we get on and then this whole time I'm like relying on my friend because I don't know how to use the subway system and that's true in real life too I don't know how to use it well so I'm just relying on her to know where to go and then as we're on the trip she has to go because her stop is earlier than mine. And so I'm panicking because I don't know where to go next. And so I'm there. And then there's like all these strange people around me. And there's like these people acting weird. Like there's this man who's like juggling with his hands. And then there's like this other man who's doing like, like, what do you call it? Acrobatics? I don't know. He's in the subway. He's doing this. All these weird poses. And so I just like stay to one corner. And then as I'm like wait for the door to open for the next station i get off and then it's like this completely wrong place and it's kind of like a casino so i'm just there and then that's where the dream ends off at i'm at the casino this is so interesting there's so many little factors here this is a long dream um i think the first thing that was interesting was that you you come late right because being late in a dream i remember like I'm researching, I'm researching that right now because I feel like that there is stuff that, oh, maybe you feel as though there's a weight of expectation that you are unable to live up to. You aren't able to reach it in time. And I think maybe you believe that is due to having to rely on people, if that makes sense. 
because in your dream you are forced to kind of interact with this other person who you don't really know and they end up getting you lost and you have to work on your own to get there right yeah but i think there's a struggle between the balance between being reliant on people and then being able to have your own independence because later on you're reliant on your friend on the subway to get you where you have to go but once she leaves you have no idea and you end up in the wrong place so there's like kind of a tug of war between can i just depend on myself or should i build a relationship with other people and let them help me out which one is it wow that's a very good analysis <laughs> i think it like adds up too like you said because i'm relying on people at like different stations like first with that person who led me to the wrong room and then my friend and so i guess that is pretty accurate because i don't know if this is about school or just in life in general but specifically in school i do feel like there's always like a lot of expectations right that yeah. have to go with being really academically good and succeeding and so usually you have to i mean it's hard to like know that you have to do it all alone and you don't have any help yeah so i guess that makes sense yeah i think it's also interesting that once your friend has to go and you are left with just yourself you end up going like ending up at a casino and what are you doing in a casino you're taking gambles you're kind of betting on different odds oh. and different consequences so maybe you feel as though if you're left alone you are really taking a gamble you don't know necessarily if you can just rely on yourself because like i like you just as you recently experienced in the dream relying on yourself it's led to you getting lost but then earlier it also led to you being able to get to class even though that other person led you astray so you're kind of taking a gamble on it right should i should i not just rely on myself should i allow other people to help me it's like a conflict this is such a good analysis thank you i really like like taking the gamble yeah and i don't know i think it's really interesting when was this dream this dream i think it was pretty recent like a few months ago I think it's interesting how your middle school friends keep popping up in these dreams. <laughs> I, I swear, they come up in, like, every single dream for some reason. I never dream about my new friends, like, my current my current friends. <laughs> for some reason, it's just always my middle school friends. The toxic ones? Yes, the toxic It was the most toxic one from my middle school. Oh. And I think that kind of adds up to the gambling part, right? Because earlier you were relying on this person you didn't know. And then you, later you were relying on this person who was a toxic... To you were in a toxic was a toxic friend to you so again right this is not necessarily someone i can trust myself with but i have no one else to rely on so that's another way you're kind of betting on the own play out of your future this is such a good analysis thank good job. you thank you you inspired me when you analyzed my past dream about um <laughs> the wedding wow i think we're going in a good direction with these i agree hopefully by the end of this we're we're gonna become really good quick dream analyzers yes okay well i think my final message about your dream is that it is about the conflict between reliance and self-independence and how you often will have to rely on people you can't necessarily trust and how that does lead to inner conflict between what side of that you should take and how it determines your future that is so well said thank you well i guess we'll be moving on to the next stream now okay so this dream i'm not in this dream at all i'm just kind of viewing almost like this movie playing out so it's like i don't even exist but it's about um a teacher that we both had a couple years ago so basically in this dream he's he's at like a hotel for whatever reason and while he's at the hotel he meets this lady and this lady he they have like banter they have chemistry they spark a conversation and basically what happens is that they have such a big connection that he's like oh maybe maybe my relationship with my wife isn't isn't all that so basically he and his wife kind of get into a bit of a fight and then they like he basically ends up leaving her for the other woman even though they just met each other and then basically the other woman she's an fbi agent it turns out and what she's been doing is she's been curing homelessness like she'll she, like she'll see people who are like on the streets and then she'll this doesn't make sense like this isn't how homelessness works but like in my dream what she did was that when she saw homeless people she would just give them like fake passports or something and then go to like the hotel staff <laughs> and then show them the fake passport 
and she'd say, like, this is their passport. They should be allowed to live in the hotel. And the hotel staff would let them live in the hotel. So she was curing, she was like stopping homelessness technically. And that was what she did. And it was like, you know, that was her job. And then basically our teacher, he was like, wow, you are so like an incredible person. Saving all these people's, all these people's lives, like doing all this. And I think she also like helped refugees or something like with the past, like the same password thing. She would just magically like create passports for them and let them live in this one like gigantic 30 story hotel. And then our math teacher, yeah, our math teacher, basically he is so besotted with the FBI agent that he asks her to marry him right after he left his wife for her. And um, basically after that, they move in, right? And he has this 30 bedroom mansion or something. It's humongous. And then she's like, listen, it would mean so much to me if we could take these homeless people as well. So he moves. Her and like all these homeless people that she's been trying to give a home into this gigantic mansion and they all live happily ever after oh my gosh there's like so much <laughs> to unpack while you were talking i was like taking notes and also like simultaneously searching up these different meanings and i think these all go together i think it's interesting because this dream it doesn't involve me like at least like it doesn't really involve me as a character in the dream i'm just a viewer of all these events happening like it was like i'm just watching a movie like i wasn't even a person or anything i was just i was just watching this all unfold i i have something to say about that but first let me get into your symbols so first i searched up like the meaning of a hotel when it comes up in dreams and the first thing i got was that you don't feel secure <laughs> in your current life so it's like this distant destination that is not really permanent so does that like resonate with you in any way um, I moved around a lot when I was younger, so I I guess maybe not having that stability and all that security because every time I got comfortable, I got uprooted somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And something else I found interesting was that once again, this teacher, <laughs> a different teacher, granted, but like a teacher is coming up again in your dream and they're like the main subject this time. Yeah. And what, <laughs> what I found really interesting was that since he, like, leaves his own wife for his mistress. Yeah. Yeah. So, is this, like, another way that an authority figure is letting you down? Because you <gasps> look up to them. You have these ideals. He's supposed to stay with his family, with his wife, and, like, not, like, be loyal, you know? Meet these expectations. But then he does something completely out of the blue, and he marries somebody else. And so, at this point, Rather than being in the story, it's like you're an observer because you don't want to deal with this anymore. Like, you want to be distant from it because you're, like, tired of people letting you down. Authority figures letting you down. Wow, good job. I like all of that. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I thought it was, like, you disassociating with actually being in the dream and just wanting to observe. So is that, like, is that something you want sometimes to just observe rather than be in the situation? I think I am very conflict avoidant, so I would rather observe things than actually partake in a lot of these type of situations. Mm -hmm. That makes sense then. Yeah, oh my gosh, this is like a very well thought out analysis. Thank you. I also have a note about the um, woman being an FBI agent. So in this dream, she's like a very good person solving homelessness, all of this, and being an FBI agent and like taking it like wanting to take in all these homeless people into their mansion <laughs> yeah. but then i thought it was interesting that despite being a really good person she ends up being somebody's mistress yeah and she ends up taking somebody else's man away from like this wife so well, one, i don't think you yeah. can yeah and i think but like also he chose the left so i feel like they're both in the wrong you that's know that's true i think they're both in the wrong like this just kind of reinforces this idea once again an FBI agent is supposed to provide, like, an enforcement of authority. Oh They're supposed gosh. to, like, make sure everybody follows the rules. Yeah. Like, has everything in place. Stability. But then, she goes ahead and does the opposite. She, like, takes away wrecker. something. Yeah. yeah, she's a homewrecker. So, once again, somebody oh. not meeting your expectations. Oh and completely going against it. And also, I think it was interesting that, like, her solution to homelessness... It was providing these fake passports, having them live in hotels. That's like a really unrealistic solution, right? Yeah. So something that can't really happen in real life. 
that just shows maybe sometimes you have a vision of people like authority figures once yeah. again that puts them in a really positive light so you see them as doing good no matter what but then they're letting you down in reality parmita this is so good thank you is this like true in any way i feel like it kind of is like authority figures especially in terms of school i think when you're younger you really idealize your teachers in a way and you think they're they they're never wrong and then as you get older you do realize that oh okay they are human they do make mistakes and also that people aren't necessarily like always perfect like authority figures right so i think that's definitely true wow i'm glad so i guess i'll go ahead into the main takeaway i think this is very similar to your last dream but like in a whole lot of other ways so and something i didn't mention before was that the teacher before that has this like 30-story mansion and it's like really rich yeah he's undeserving of it in a way right yeah because like he puts up this good image but then he goes ahead and like marries his mistress leaving his wife all alone but then he still has this house to go back to so like maybe it shows even though these people let you down they still like get a lot of rewards because <gasps> it's like life is unfair but like those people are still getting these rewards reaping the benefits despite being bad people in reality that's so good um thank you you can really tell that you are like an english kid like you're so good at this i think you are as well i think we made like a lot of progress i think what's really like the first one and this one we've we've come so far especially like you have done some incredible stuff these past two dreams <sighs> i really like your analysis for the last one as well i think it was amazing thank you okay well i guess that's the end of this dream analysis yeah wow this was really fun i agree it's so interesting to dive into someone else's dreams and just seeing how their subconscious kind of interprets things and what you can pull from that even if it's not like fully accurate i know i mean i've always wanted to like be that kind of person who um keeps my dreams in a diary have you ever wanted that i wanted to too but i get so lazy like i just won't remember to write it down when i wake up yes but i'm glad we did this episode because i guess in the future we can look back on these dreams yeah for sure and i'm hoping we can do this again maybe or like in some way because this was so much fun to do i agree like you said yeah it was a really fun episode okay well i guess that's it for today yeah so please make sure to check out all our incoming episodes and we will see you next time Th thank, thank you, you for listening, for listening. <laughs>